Welcome back to Running Things Considered. We're here for episode number 14. How many weeks in a row? I don't know, dude. I can't even do the math, man. How many weeks? 14. 14? That's, that's oh a lot of weeks. Gosh. Big numbers, dude. I could be like halfway done with college again. And this is a very special episode. Why is it so special? We got a really special guest, and we had to go through hoops to get this guy on. Wait, how much did you pay him out of pocket? Out of pocket? Well, I said, hey, uh, like Carlos, I'll give you $100,000 to be on this podcast, and okay. he says that's not worth my time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then we kind of you know, went back and forth a little bit, and we agreed on $300,000. I talked to his agent, get him on the podcast, so we have an hour of his time. Yeah, you gave him half up front and then half Half up front, end. half out back. That, that's right, Carlos. Half out back. <laughs> half of the outback stage. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, but yeah. yeah, thank you, Carlos, for being here. He has his last final tomorrow, uh, is what I've been told. That's right. And uh, the, about it, about to be adult walking the bridge of life. If I'm not mistaken, I think your uh, slogan at the University of Arizona is "Bear Down." Am I right? Hell yeah, bear down. Bear, bear down. down. See, I knew that. That's impressive. I've been to that campus. That's pretty good, Carlos. You know that uh, one of my best friends. He went to my high school very briefly, but we he came and visited me and lived in New, uh, stayed in New York with me for a little while. But Bailey Roth. Oh, you know Bailey? Yeah, he went to my high school for a little while. I know his family super well, and his sister still lives here and everything. So he came, when I was living in New York, he came and stayed with me for a little while and watched the New York Marathon and all that. So, yeah, I've known Bailey for forever and ever and ever. It's incredible. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were teammates for a while. You know, I mean, I think he's a year older than me. So, yeah, cool, uh, good guy. Took you under his wing? (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) But on that note, I think we should roll this intro. You look so amazing in that sundress Wonder what you look like when you're undressed I can see the future in your eyes You know I would never tell you lies I just want to see you smile So stick around a while, baby So, very special guest, Carlos Villarreal, uh, one of my good friends. We raced each other in high school at the prestigious Dream Mile. Maybe one of the biggest meets. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of how uh, our story began. Who beat who? who? I think, think, Carlos, when we raced the Dream Mile, who beat who? Who beat who? Um, Well, I don't know, honestly. I didn't have a good race that day. I think I ran like 4.12, 4.14-ish. I didn't run too hot. What did you run that day? 408. 408. 408. Jinx you. Wow. Oh, Damn. Biscuit. Wow. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Um, but, so yeah, so that's how, we, that's how I know Carlos. We've kind of seen each other throughout meets here and there. He's had an incredible career throughout the NCAA. Uh, 337 or 336? Uh, 37. 37. That's, that's absolutely incredible. Um, what meet was that at? Brian Clay. Yeah, the Brian Clay meet last year. Was that, was that, that when was, you dove? I remember yeah. watching that. I, I want you to talk about yeah, that. A bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't so much of a dive, it was more of a I was I locked up super hard. Yeah. Exhaustion <laughs> Ollie and I were just shoulder to shoulder and when I tried to out lean him, I was so locked up that I just went forward and just skyrocketed. That is awesome. So yeah, Honestly, it was that- a dive, but it wasn't a purposeful. <laughs> that made for one of the best pictures I think I've ever seen in like track and field. Like the Instagram <laughs> post after, that was pretty gnarly. gnarly. So, yeah. though that was that was pretty sick. And you also was it the same year? Same year you won Pan Ams, yeah. right? Yeah. And so that that was because I remember we, we were talking a lot throughout that summer because I guess we were both super bored. <laughs> yeah. What not? And and you you were like crushing workouts that summer, dude. That was insane. So, yeah. So, 
Um, I was uh, pretty disappointed with how NCAAs turned out. So yeah, yeah. I, I basically I, took out my anger uh, on the you know the South American uh, South American games. You know the Pan American games. It's that's basically right. Basically all South America plus North and North America Get and Canada. So no, that yeah, that's that's awesome, man. Um, and and I guess you picked up some momentum. And I guess to jump from a little more recently, I guess. Uh, what was what was your most recent race? I guess that would be did you you raced a conference, right? Yeah, yeah we have uh, MPSF. MP, so, yes, right. And 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 you were in what, like five thirty, no five. Do what I'm talking about. Uh, three fifty six, right? An indoor. Dang, dude. Ooh. These are off the door. I didn't even do that much research beforehand. No, the 536 was no, off the door. <laughs> yeah, 536. <laughs> no. I was like, no, no, no. You no, may no. not want to Three, talk about that. <laughs> 356. I think, wait, what, what, what was the question again? Was it? Uh, I, I was just trying to lead you to, I guess, uh, I guess your indoor indoor championships. Because honestly, like for me, I, I think you were, you were one of the favorites uh, going into the mile. And I, I, I know you even had some... Uh, I guess unfinished business from the outdoor season, so yeah. Um, I guess like how do you deal with that? How are you dealing with that? Um, and I mean, you go go into as much detail as you want, honestly. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, going into it, I was pretty excited. Uh, I had just uh, I split like three fifty five in the DMR at conference. Wow. And yeah, I mean, I felt pretty good. Um, earlier that year. Uh, Ollie and Jordy and I, we all ran at the Wanamaker Mile in New York, um, uh, which is, we, we all, all, all three of us ended up running like 356. Oh my God. So I, yeah. I think any, any given year that would have been some of the fastest times, but Seriously. this year was insane. You know, I think it, I don't know, I think three, four guys ran like 355. So it was a pretty stacked year. Jeez. Um, but yeah, I felt pretty good. Uh, sucks it didn't happen you know it that was really really unfortunate um because i mean i tapered hella for that race <laughs> yeah i believe it um so yeah i mean going into it um with all this coronavirus thing you know i guess there was a lot of uncertainty um because things were just getting canceled left and right and uh so so like so like you yeah. were kind of scared like days before like that it might have been canceled because like no no, no, no. Um, I didn't really think much of it. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, of course, the coronavirus was a big thing, but... It Were had you at the, the meet space. when they canceled it? Yeah, I was. They canceled it, like, the day um, before, right? Yeah, because like I remember that. Nicole, yeah, like, our less than teammate, was there, and she just, like, got touched down and, like, pretty much turned right, right. back around. That's insane. Um, yeah. Do you have any, uh, I guess, since you're not really uh, training for anything specific, are you looking to do any, like, time trialing or anything like that? Or are you just kind of keeping it consistent with higher mileage? Um, well, that was originally the goal. So um, right when things, uh, you know, got shut down, I was pretty upset because um, I really wanted to – there was a lot of goals that, obviously, as a lot of people, um, they all had a lot of goals for outdoor season that they were trying to accomplish. So the fact that – my season ended earlier than you know expected yeah um i was pretty upset about that but but then i thought you know what screw that um because nobody had ever broken four minutes before in tucson and i wanted to do that i was planning on uh doing that for my senior night you oh know, really race as a oh that'd been awesome you, uh, university of arizona wildcat i was gonna you know try to go out and 
I mean, our meets are pretty small. Um, right. Basically, just get a pacer to take me out, maybe in like two flat, and then just try to go maybe 357, you know, how however fast just to get that sub four in Tucson. Um, um, going going off that, I guess, what are your what are your plans going forward? Uh, I know like Dante offered like a sixth year. Um, you know, are you talking to agents at all, or or like what's your what's your plan from here on out? Um, right now, I'm just kind of trying to figure out what I'm gonna do. Um, sure. Yeah, it's uh, I talked to my coaches and we were trying to figure that out. Uh, sixth year. Now that sixth year is on the table, I'm still trying to see what. I guess my best options are. So you're still considering um, so I guess, it? Uh, a little bit, yeah. It's not off the table. Um, gotcha. That's why I guess I've been sort of, I guess, making sure that it's what I want. Um, right. I've been not really, I wouldn't say talking uh, to agents or, you know, Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say uh, shoe companies that much, but, you know, for sure there we have had conversations that's good. Um, it's a little hard right now, especially with the coronavirus. Yeah, uh, I, I was about to say, because I know like Atlanta Track Hub and I talked recruiting with, with them and whatnot, like, I mean, you know, there's, you know, there's like no money in sports right now. Yeah, and, obviously, and I think this year, well, before it was not an Olympic year, it was hard for them to be able to fund anything anyways. Yeah. they were spending so yeah. much money on like prepping for the Olympics and especially the trials for us right with the marathon so I mean yeah so I know, I know like it's, it's a tough time so um but I mean obviously you're super valuable recruit um and I know I know my coaches were talking about you so uh I mean it's gonna work out no matter what you do just because you know you you always put yourself in good positions but uh yeah good good luck with yeah, that no, I'm, I'm excited <laughs> yeah for sure for sure um, so I think I think we should we should pick up the pace a little bit. Let's pick up the pace. We even want to pick up the pace. Let's pick up the all pace. All right, all right. So for for this part, this is this is speed round. We yeah. have questions prepared for Carlos, and Carlos is gonna have to answer them as fast as he can. Okay. And once he finishes, we're just gonna go to the next question. We're gonna start our real like the the three questions that we usually do per the podcast, but this is just gonna be like an extra added. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 These are questions that I asked my Instagram. To, for Carlos, so all these questions are directly from Carlos' fans. Yeah. He has lots of them. Specifically so. curated. Curated questions for Carlos. <laughs> all right, if you're ready, I'm ready. And I'm ready. Just as a disclaimer, a lot of them don't have to do with running, so just yeah. keep an open <laughs> keep an open mind. Oh wow! <laughs> all right, are you ready? We're going three, two, one. Describe yourself in three words. Uh, outgoing, I guess. Goofy. Come on, quick. And hardworking. I don't know. Bang. Okay. Hardest race you've ever run. Uh, anything cross country. Yeah, I fully agree with that. Uh, Narcos or Breaking Bad? Narcos. Okay. Come on now. Okay. Come on, <laughs> Come on quick, quick, quick. What color do Smurfs turn when they hold their breath? <laughs> Red. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, fastest poop on a run? Um, wait, what? Fastest poop in a run. Quick, Carlos, come on. Uh, I don't know. I Five minutes. Okay. Wow, that's a week. <laughs> <laughs> You're like me. I take my time. Why did you choose Arizona? Uh, I'm from here. Been a wildcat since I was little, and I don't know. I love this place. Cool. My family lives in Tucson, actually. Um, pineapple on pizza? Hell no. Thank you for that. Hardest sport besides running? Uh, swimming. 
Nice. That shit's hard. <laughs> this next one's great. Uh, what dat mouth do? <laughs> <laughs> Only one way to find out, I guess. <laughs> hey, hey, there you go. Uh, what do you do when you have a when uh, you burn out mentally? Um, I guess just take some time off and you know reset. Yeah. Longest you've gone without showering? Oof. Uh, I want to say like two days. Ooh, um, that's because we were clean camping, guy. So. Okay, long poops and uh, <laughs> a clean, a clean physique. Uh, do you like running in hot or cold weather? Um, well, I'm from Arizona, so yes, I yeah. prefer the hot. But I don't know. I don't like the cold too much. And last but not least, uh, how tall are your parents? Uh, my mom is like 5'1", and my dad is like 5'10". Good answer. Perfect. Good answer. All right, so we made it through that. That was good. That was pretty good. Carlos had some good, good answers to that. Yeah, I'm glad. I, now I know what that mouth does and <laughs> what color a smurf turns when they hold their breath. Age-old questions. So. Yeah, that would have been hard for me because I'm colorblind. That's what would be hard for you. Yeah, I don't even know what color smurfs are to begin with. Are they blue or purple? <laughs> I'm assuming they're blue. Yeah. Okay. That's hilarious. Uh, oh man, that, that reminds me of a funny story. You, you know the, uh, you know, I guess like the Wizard of Oz. Are you guys you, uh, like, the Wizard of Oz or the Wizard of Oz? <laughs> the second one. <laughs> so, you know, like like there's a musical Wicked where it's all about yes. like the, you know, the green baby. Yeah. I, I remember I saw that with my dad and he's colorblind and we were we were sitting up there you know and there's this big scene where you know they give birth to the the witch baby and she's green and everyone gasps and everything. Yeah. And so they pull her out and pull her up, and my everyone's just like, "Oh my gosh!" And my dad's just like, "What? Like, what? What's wrong with the baby?" You know? <laughs> yeah, it's been a little <laughs> embarrassing. And a lot. it took him like maybe like five years after to realize the Wicked Witch of the West is actually green. You know, I have colorblind glasses that I bought. <laughs> really? Yeah, I bought them for eight hundred dollars. It was the most expensive thing I've ever bought really? besides that fucking couch. Oh my And uh, was on a waiting list for two years before I got them, and I lost them in three days. That's incredible. I found them, though. Your right life's a movie, bro. I know it is. All right. Besides all that, now we're going to get into the real, the real deal questions. stuff. Yeah. What really matters. Yeah. And, and like we, the backwards mile. Yeah. <laughs> so here's a question. I'll let you introduce it. Yeah. So uh, this question comes in from Andrew Trollio from Lansingburg, New York. We've already had some conversations with him. He's the reason that we went out and broke this handcuff mile. We should talk to Carlos a little bit about that oh, if he wants to have any sort of... Uh, uh, a, Go a, at a it. History. Um, but yeah, Lansingburg, obviously, with a very nice historic downtown area. Uh, just a great overall town. Anyways, he tried to find us some more records that he thinks are possible to break or that, you know, he just wanted to get out into the sure, world. Sure, sure. So I'm going to read it now. It says the world record mile running backwards is 554.25. That's wait, pretty. Wait, wait, wait. Run that back? The world record for running backwards in a mile, the okay. backwards mile, is 554. 25. Wow. That's pretty quick. That's pretty quick. That's, uh, no, I, I don't know. I feel like people could run pretty fast backwards. What, what do you think you could know. run? Uh, I mean, I don't know if I could break a world record, but I don't know. Like, sub seven big. for sure. Okay. I, I also will say that a lot of these world, quote unquote, world records are relatively, uh, not that impressive. They're not that impressive. Like, not many people have gone out yeah. and tried them. So yeah. a lot of times, because like we, we, we had a call for the the handcuff world world record was six six thirty seven six thirty seven, and we had my my buddy uh, Jeremy, our buddy Jeremy, uh, just like go for it, like after running the whole day, just like for fun, and he went 
451, obliterating the record. Mm-hmm. 455 or something. Yeah. Oh, so it's basically, uh, wait, are the handcuffs in front or behind? behind? They're behind. But then I ran 436. So, oh, I've watched plenty of Naruto for that. I ran 436 last two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. 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 So, a handcuff, it's way easier than you think. I really think that it could take over the blue jean mile. I truly think so. It, it's it's way like yeah. less painful. Is it, you think, dude? I mean, I Avery, you, uh, you watch Naruto, right? I watch what? Naruto. Oh yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly <laughs> well, bro. Well, exactly. That's how everybody at Georgia Tech runs who's not who's just like at at the school. They That's all true. run like this with, or like whatever with the backpack trying to get <laughs> yeah, the trying bus. to get it so they don't yes they don't get it by the bus. Yeah. Um. Okay. That's so funny. Um. The world record for uh the mile wearing swim fins is five forty eight. Five forty eight. I, see, I would need to see the video. I need to see video evidence of this because swim fins are pretty hard to run with. Those are long. They're hard to walk in. Yeah, so running 548 in that, like, they must be, like, taped. I don't know. There's got to be some sort of, like, David Blaine magic that goes into that. Yeah. And then the uh, the world record for the three-legged mile, which I was told right before this by our uh, producer, uh, Eamon McCoy, is that you, tape, you, you tie your, your legs together and then yeah. you run like that. Yeah. Okay, okay, that's 6.52. So it's 6.52. A, we could have... Oh, my God. Carlos, Carlos. It says, you, hypothetically, if you two... And uh, Jeremy, I guess he was talking about at that time. Had to break all these records in a day, but you could only run one event. Who would break the record, and who would you call in as a fourth man? Okay, so did, did you hear the, the three-legged legged mile, Carlos? Legged mile, Yeah, what about it? If Because, if I mean, obviously... You're one of the best milers in the world. That's why I picked you. If you could pick one person to do that mile with you, to just run as fast as you can, who do you think you'd pick? Um, let's see. Someone, I think height has to be a big factor. That, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I was going to say, like, hey, like, like me and you, let's hop on it. But, like, that would yeah, I think that'd be terrible. That. Your legs are a lot longer. Yeah, but, like, I got a big old stride. I think that'd be that'd be a disaster. Absolute I already have disaster. a third yeah. leg, so I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I'd have to pick someone, let's see. Who's similar build to me? Uh, I'd say, uh, you know, Lalo Herrera at Colorado? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's uh, we're about the same height, you okay. know, uh, both Mexican. He runs four flat. You get, uh, I don't you guys... think we'll be running quite four flat, so you know. You never know, is, dude. Yeah, we could crush it. You may just triple your power. I, I know, know, like, like I feel like if you're attached to someone, like you both like share the work. You with that one leg, share the work. Yeah. I don't think you're sharing the work. I think you're like constantly focusing on which, which is leg kind of, Yeah, I, I feel like falling is a big thing. Yeah, falling is probably a really big thing. Yeah, but I mean, I'm still. I think if two, you know, you average your times out, what is that? What's 356 and four flat come out to after you average them? 358. Uh, 58? That's right. Big math, dude. Geniuses. I was going to say 358. <laughs> What's four just, divided by two? I just didn't want, I just wanted to make sure <laughs> okay. that that was right. Big um, brain, dude. <laughs> but uh, I think you guys, I don't know. What do you think? 445? Maybe faster? Way faster. You think? I think they I can know. crush 420. I don't know. I honestly think you're going to fall. Dude, I think if you guys practice enough, that was I my think... biggest concern in the uh, in the handcuff mile. I thought it was gonna go down the entire time, and if you go down, your hands are you're done. Because I feel like whoever's in lane two is just gonna. I guess they have to run extra gonna be, meters. That's gonna be tough. Yeah. yeah. Interesting, dude. I don't know. I still it. think I oh, still actually, think you guys yeah. might could go four twenty. That would be insane. That'd be insane. Sixty five. That's nothing for you, bro. What's your three? Yeah, I mean, if we can stay on our feet. Yeah, I think staying on the feet. Staying on the feet is the toughest thing. Um, 
think good to get that rhythm in. All right, we'll we'll call it. Uh, I I don't I don't see four. I think four twenty would be insane. By the I way, I think that's possible. I think that's possible. Just because I don't know if you fall. I mean, if you fall, you both fall. If you you're both gonna oh yeah, die, it's trash. You it's can't trashed. get really back up. You can't no. really get back up. What about uh, the McDonald's mile, the Big Mac mile? What is that? You eat a uh, Big Mac I think Mac I saw Nick lap? Simmons try it out. I uh, I'd love to try that. You, know? you think you could do that? You think you could do that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I love Big Macs. <laughs> okay. Okay. What do you think you could run for a Big Mac mile? Wait, wait. And just to be clear, uh, just to be clear, is it a Big Mac at the start and then run a mile, or Big Mac every lap? Yes. Big Mac at the start, run every lap. So Big Mac at the start, and then it's kind of like the beer mile, but instead of beer, it's a Big Mac. Oof, so you're basically eating four Big Macs. Okay. In like one every lap. Okay. So I feel like that last one would be ridiculous. It'd be tough to get down. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I mean, if you even finish, if you puke, I think it's over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's how the milk, beer mile is. Yeah. Four Big Macs. Mile. That's absurd. Yeah. What do you think you could do? What do you think you could run at a Big Mac mile? Uh, see, I don't know. Um, cause I can, I, I can scarf down some food. Um, okay. Let, let, people, people make fun of me because my, uh, I guess during off season my. A typical order at McDonald's is uh, so I'll go I'll, I go big at McDonald's. Big so, uh, okay. Yeah, no. It's, <laughs> okay. Um, because I stay away from it in season for the most part. So yeah, I scarf down a lot. So I'll go two Big Macs, uh, twenty piece chicken McNuggets, two and large fries and uh, large Dr Pepper. That's actually go. insane. That's a solid order. That's athletic right there. I'm I'm down with the Dr Pepper. I haven't eaten. You know this recently. I hadn't eaten fast food in like eight years, but I've been to Wendy's three times in the past two That's weeks. That's true, dude. And last time I got Move to the hood. chili. <laughs> I got the chili, spicy chicken sandwich, bacon cheeseburger, medium fry, and a Dr. Pepper. That's absurd, dude. It's a solid, wow. solid city. That's a crime. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually did go so, to jail so for that. Ba- based on that, dude... I- I feel like I feel like you're you have this is the your, your stomach has the bandwidth. Yeah, I feel like breaking ten would be a challenge. Like that would be breaking ten in the Big Mac mile, dude. No way. Oh come on. He could run like, he could run like five ten? minutes, maybe faster. Really? Yeah. Ten Big Macs are big, dude. I feel like I feel like that'd be the time. Like your fourth Big Mac, like you. Can, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just a sissy, but I feel like that'd be. Big hard. I'm gonna call you. I, I forget what uh, I, I, I like. I could have sworn I saw Nick Simmons do it. I, I was on YouTube oh, and I he stumbled upon. Yeah, it. he probably did. <laughs> <laughs> he probably oh, ate sure. run gum at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> while wearing vaporflies going downhill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ran 350. <laughs> what do you think you could do for it? We'll just. Uh, Faster than Nick Simmons, I hope. If I don't puke. Yeah, I can okay. definitely go sub six. I think. Okay, okay that's pretty wow. solid. Do you know? Insane. Do you know the beer m- record world mile? I mean, the beer mile world record. Ah, uh, it's it's something crazy, isn't it? Isn't it like in the four twenties? Yeah, four twenty four. Four twenty four. Yeah, that's insane. That's so crazy. That's insane. But the, the guy, the guy was like a three thirty eight guy, right? Yeah. We talked about this last week. Or week yeah, before. yeah, we talked about it a couple. There's weeks no ago, way. Still, that is. There's no way in hell I could run. That's insane. That fast. He ran, like, that's, I think, like, without the beer, he ran, like, 410 or something. That's insane. I mean, that's just nuts. That's it nuts. Because, <laughs> like, because, like. Okay, so how does, how does the beer mile work? So you go, you, gun goes off, you chug a beer. Yeah. Throw it down, run a lap, and then every lap you have to chug a beer, but the time still goes, or does yeah, it Yeah, the time stop? still goes, and you have to drink all of the beer, and you have to, like, 
yeah. basically pour the bottle on your head so you, so you show that you don't have any beer left. Right. Um, That's insane. Yeah, and it Think can't be it, light like, beer. Okay, so like, at, like if you go out, like if you shotgun a beer, you're not allowed to shotgun it. I think so you're I think no, it has to be bottled, so you can't shotgun it. Oh, it has to be bottled. I thought saying. that was just the strategy. Uh-huh. Okay, so let's say it takes you seven seconds for you to just chug a whole beer without, you know, right. without shotgunning it. Right. So he ran uh, like so four. Multiply that times four. He ran four oh three seconds. Beer. That's a four flat mile. It's <laughs> a four flat mile with four beers in your stomach. It's insane. That's insane. It's yeah. insane. I mean, that's one of the most impressive things yeah. I've ever. Because like ever that, I can't even comprehend that. Because Carlos knows it takes me about forty-five minutes. <laughs> We've been sipping on this wine. <laughs> we, we're drinking wine. He's been drinking the same thing for like an hour and a half. I'm a bad boy, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. bad boy. Carlos knows I get down. <laughs> <laughs> Ravery. That's right. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> All right. I I think we answered I, that pretty well. I do too. Let me go to this second question here. So this one. Oh God. Who knows how many times it's gonna take me to get to this one. First draft. I have a time trial coming up in a few days, and so I was um, just wanting to get your thoughts on how exactly to kind of get in the race mentality still and still kind of perform at your best, even though you might not have, you know, an actual race going on. So, uh, yeah. Okay, so Carlos, did you, were you able to hear that? Yeah, I heard that. Okay, so I'm going to speak on this quickly because I had a time trial. Um, I guess two weekends ago, I did the 5K, obliterated my PR, which was by default, more or less. Um, but I actually, I actually got, I got really into this race because, I mean, you just have to like kind of be strategic with like how you decide to set up a time trial. Because yeah. like if I decided to do an 800, there's I would have a very hard time staying motivated just because like there's it'd be ridiculous if I beat my PR. You know, like I know workouts, I kind of know what shape I'm in. You know, so I kind of did an off event and it got me really sure. excited just because like it was something like I really wanted to prove to myself what I could do because I've been speculating that for years yeah. um, so that, that got me excited and also like I mean I, I don't know what your situation is but even if it is your event you know and you just want to like know what shape you are just I, I just feel like curiosity was the biggest thing that that yeah. drove me that pushed me through the miles you know and like when I'm there like I just wanted to get everything out of me so yeah. and also having those goals is still good to have it doesn't matter I guess if it's Fully automated timing or just hand timed by your oh yeah iPhone. No, I, I timed everything myself for mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still good to on my watch. You know, you can hit that kind of stuff or what shape yeah. you're in, or just just go out and do it for the and hell it's of just it and have it's fun. just fun too. Yeah. I mean, because uh, uh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say it's basically like a glorified workout. Um, I don't know. I've never actually had a legit time trial, so uh, most of my time trials, as Coach Lee would call them time trials you know with like a little asterisk on them sure is he gives me a set pace for me to run and then he just says close it and that's it that's that's the time trial and honestly so. <laughs> that that might be a great strategy too um like uh-huh. uh for for your time trials you know if you if you're a little unsure of like what to go out and just like i guess maybe be a tad bit conservative and just see how fast you can rip the last lap because that's just yeah. that's one of my favorite parts about running yeah honestly it's just i think everybody hard. tries to close the last lap part anyway so yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no point not to give give you a little bit of gas. So, um, so yeah, uh, I guess, and you know, there's abs- there's no pressure, and for some people, no pressure is a great thing. Yeah, um, and also, I mean, like, I'm truly, I do not understand how recruiting is working for high school seniors right now. I know, like, 
a lot of people are like just desperately trying to get on teams who you know may be in incredibly good shape, but their junior year didn't show it. So I mean, I I'm assuming if you go out there and you run a PR and you have like you know, you know, you run a solid time trial, you can truly submit that to a Sell college yourself, coach and yeah. just use that as you know, uh, kind of bait for a for a college coach because I'm sure they're also looking. They're probably confused as well what's going on. So I don't know. Yeah, that's uh. Especially with what's going on, I mean, there's just certain athletes out there that uh, I, their senior years they just kind of turned it on, uh, came out of nowhere. Uh, prime athlete that I'm actually thinking of right now is Tyler Day. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So Tyler Day in high school, you know, I think his mile PR was like 425. I don't even know something along those lines. Um, but he didn't really turn it on until cross country. Uh, we qualified for NXN together and. I was, you know, him and I were racing all the time, but I was just a slight bit ahead of him. Fast forward to college, you know, I cannot stay with this man yeah. at, in a 5K for probably, I can probably maybe stay with him for a mile, mile and a quarter. And then after that, he's gone. Yeah, yeah, you know? he's fit. So. He's very fit. He's oh, so yeah. Fit. So, and that's, that's also like whenever people, you know, I, I get, you know, messages a decent amount of high schoolers being like, like, yo, like I'm a sophomore and my times aren't that great you know i'm like barely on varsity what are the chances that i make it to college and i mean honestly like be as good as you can now but i mean if, if you need some you know something to tell yourself like there are so many people who literally wait until like the middle of their senior track season to run something fast yeah and then you know maybe you won't get scholarship you'll at least be able to walk on yeah and like i've said a couple team. times like if you if you truly show it you don't have to go d1 you go d2 d3 naia Yo, absolutely junior college too. whatever yeah. it you know it, i know a lot of people glorify d1 but you know you don't particularly have to do that for sure especially if there's scholarship money involved and you can kind of just do it that way but i mean just go out and have fun and like you know it, it's kind of hard to think about you know, all these races as a senior, I know I put a lot of pressure on myself and I wish I wouldn't have a lot of the times because, you know, it makes the sport a lot less enjoyable. So if you can just like, you know, kind of step away from it and try and enjoy it as much as possible, I think that's that's the way to go. Especially in high school. Especially in high school. Yeah, I mean, like for me, I mean, I ran okay, but then my senior year, the last two races I ran like 414, 152, and that was sort of what hap- what got me to right. be able to got really... Offers. I mean, yeah, like real stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Well, I think we did that well. Also, again, when you guys call in or you text in or you do whatever, put you know, say your name, say where you're from. I kind of like knowing that, and I think it's good to get that shout For out. Sure. Also, it's coming back to me say right it, now. Say what? It. What were you saying? You said the number. No, I wasn't going to say number. You, you think you might have it? No. Okay, well, it's... You say the number. Okay, I'll say the number. So, uh, to call in, and we love your questions, you can text it, call it. Uh, that's about it. You can do with phones, but it's uh, 646-780-9218. That is right. And then I wanted to give a shout-out to Rachel, who I told I would give a shout-out on the podcast like two weeks ago. She came out to the handcuff mile. Oh, yeah. Shout-out, Rachel. Yeah, and I completely forgot that week, and I remember every week we are on the air, and then I just remember now, and I wrote Shout Rachel out right here. So, bang. I'm done with that. (laughs) Okay. Um, And going on to the last question... Um, this one comes from Indiana. We're getting a lot of Indiana. We love Indiana. We love Indiana. Uh, hey yeah. guys, um, my name's Chloe. I'm from Mooresville, Indiana, and I think it was Zeke on the last pod that said his family lives in Whiteland, so shout out, because I'm basically neighbors with Whiteland. But um, I just got a little opinion question for you guys, and it's uh, 
if you could do any event outside distance running, so outside of 800 meters or up in cross country, um, what would you do? If you pull ball and you're like really good at it, if you if you could really be great in the event. Out- God, I hate my phone. <laughs> what we'll it in? We'll edit it in. I, mean, I, I, I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's shout out to Mooresville, Indiana. I know exactly where that is. It's very close to where my family was living in Whiteland. I cannot believe that anybody has any idea where Whiteland is. There's like 400 people that live there. Uh, That's incredible. It's crazy. Anyways, take uh, it away. Take it away, Carlos. What event would you want to do if you didn't do 800 or 1500 or anything like that? See, I've debated this a lot before, and I honestly, I think uh, pole vault. Pole vault is by far. Honestly, Mondo's getting a lot of traction this year. Yeah, pole vault and high jump, in my opinion, are the two, like, just coolest field events oh yeah honestly uh, like like w- w- once you said pole vault it just made absolute sense to me like honestly like i feel like you're built like one you have the facial structure for a pole vaulter and by that i mean you're kind of handsome not to be a uh... sam kendrick's a handsome guy is sam Hendrick's a handsome guy mondo's a handsome guy you know that's one of the that's one of the stipulations that's, yeah being yeah. a pole vaulter lsu said are you hot and he said yes i said all right sign right here yeah sign right here that's a full yeah. <laughs> That's why I was. That's why they let me into Georgia Tech. They're like, you're like a five out of ten. You're right here, buddy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Got his line. Yeah, for me, they're they're like they're like you got to do something with this. Grow out your hair. You know, just don't don't keep yourself up. Well, yeah, yeah. We keep can't, your face down. Yeah, keep your face down. Yeah. <laughs> then you can go to Georgia Tech <laughs> <laughs> and run like Naruto. Well, I you know I I say pole vault because like, I mean you've been to the meets. Uh, at every meet, suddenly you just hear the either the the clouds clapping. And it's down to like three people. Oh, you know yeah. how cool that is. You oh, know, I know. I think about the that entire so stadium much. Like, wow. shifts its attention to you and your competitors in the middle of whatever race is going I on. I want to get the yeah. claps, man. Not the, the pity. Claps. I don't want to get the pity claps. No. I also don't want the clap. I want. To get, <laughs> I want to get claps, claps from the crowd. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. I think the high jump would be great. As Avery pointed out, I'm perfectly made for it. I'm five eight, 125 pounds. <laughs> Just what you need for a high jumper. I think like even if I thought about the triple jump or the long jump, how cool that would be. Thinking about my knees during that, I can't even fathom. Really? Just yeah. honestly, like like I know I know my mom and people have said like, oh like Avery, you're kind of tall, you're slender, you should do the high jump. But the thing is, is like. If you know me, especially if I play basketball, I have the ups of a 12-year-old girl, okay? I can barely <laughs> touch rim. I'm 6'3". It's can like, you touch the rim? I can touch the rim, yeah. Yeah. But it's it's pathetic. It's like, oh, like, Avery, like, you're tall. You can probably dunk, and I'm, like, not even close. <laughs> so high jump, I would probably be garbage. What do you think you could high jump if you had if you knew the form? Just, like, with your current <laughs> athletic ability. I really don't know. With my current athletic ability, with my current form, five and a half. Five and a half? Yeah, I think five and a half. Pretty confident with that, actually. Yeah. Hmm. That's Yeah, I can see that. I mean... That's... Yeah. That, that's awful. But yeah. I know. That's like 10, that's 10 inches shorter than me. <laughs> What's the world record? It's some... It's like almost eight feet. Yeah. I think it's eight. It's eight, like, in some chain. Yeah. Is, it, is it the guitar guy? No. No. Yeah. Oh, it might be. Yeah. Let me see. I, I thought it was like a Dominican guy or... Let me, or a Cuban. Yeah, Q, yeah. Let me see. High jump. That, that's insane. I mean, that's so crazy. They have like they there's like that one like the they edited in the basketball hoop behind it, and oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Qatar. His his oh, knees yeah. are like almost touching the rim. Yeah. It's uh, Javier Sotomayor of Cuba. It's uh, two point five four meters, and that's eight feet 
uh, and a half inch almost. That's insane. That's yeah. so crazy. That's clearing Will Chamberlain by a, by, by a foot. Dude, that's a good metaphor. I like that. Yeah. A simile, I guess. I don't know. One of those. <laughs> one of those. Whichever <laughs> one doesn't say like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but, but for me, I, I don't think I would be a field eventer. I actually, because th- this is, I, I can say, this is kind of cheating a bit, but I would say the 400. Just because I've been on the 4x4. The 4x4 is so much fun. It is. I, I want to be that boy on the anchor leg, you know, just hawking people down, you know, with my yeah, big like, old booty. Solid, <laughs> solid 4x4 legs are super fun to watch. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess if I could do anything, the 100 is just like kind of the glory event. It's a glory event. Yeah. You get everybody to stop, and I feel like they're always like, quiet, quiet, quiet. Quiet, quiet. Just looking around, make sure yeah. no one's talking so they can shush them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it's just like... Also, I feel like it'd be kind of cool for my race to be over in like nine. That's true. Seconds, but at the same time, <laughs> but at the same time, like you're you're training like sure. And they don't train every day because they're so intense. But uh, be like you know, putting all that work in just for ten seconds, you know, I think like yeah. that'd be so stressful. Yeah, I I I, I yeah, the four hundred and maybe it's an unpopular opinion, but I think the four hundred is way better than the 100 in terms of you know from a fan's perspective oh yeah uh, yeah because nothing you know you win the 100 you know you get a good start it's over yeah unless you're like in you accelerate insane you know but in the 400 it's just like you have a whole lap you know to just for sure there's drama there's like tension and, you know and, oh yeah and like if someone goes out fast you know does the the favorite stay back to go with yeah. them you know i also think the 400 hurdles is super fun to watch Oh yeah, because you could also like you also know because compared to the the four hundred, you can kind of know who's in the lead. Yeah. Because of who hits the hurdles first. Yeah. Which is easier for the fans. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not. Ta- I'm just talking about in general. There's al- it always seems to be a good race oh, in the four hundred. Somebody hurdles. falls. It's yeah. awesome. Or just like in general, just like I feel like there's so many different lead changes in the four hundred hurdles. Just like on the like at two fifty. That's true. Just like constantly changing. Um. Anyways, but yeah, I guess so. You're saying the four hundred? Sorry, Carlos. No, I'm just saying, speaking about hurdles, though, have you guys, like, stood next to the 110 hurdle height? Like, those things are insanely high. I just do not know how, you know, like, Devin Allen can just clear that, like, like, it's, I mean, it is his job, you know, but it clears it like it's his job, and I don't know, that's so high. I mean, I'm also not very tall, I'm, like, 5'9", so... (laughs) It like goes up to like my rib cage. It's oh yeah. Crazy. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, the hurdle height. The hurdle yeah, height. Yeah, yeah. You, you kind of cut yeah. out a little it, bit, the, so we had to kind of. The one ten yeah. hurdles. They're not the same height as the four hundred hurdles. No, they're not. No, yeah, they, but I, I mean, I just say, find it be insane. insane. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would be insane. Going full <laughs> yeah. speed. No. Yeah, they, I, I know that's another thing of like like high, like high school times are honestly kind of similar to college times, just because you know the hurdle is so much higher. Yeah, I think so, uh, the quarterback. What was his name? Robert RG3. RG3. He was the 400 hurdle record holder in high school. That's awesome. I think he ran 49.3 in high school in the 400 hurdles. That's ridiculous. Wow. That's not fair, dude. Yeah, I mean, he got wow. he ran one year at Baylor. I remember he got third at NCAAs. Wow. Um, RG3? Yeah. High school. Really? Wow. 400 hurdle PR. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Like, that is cray-cray. very cray-cray. Um, he he made it to the Olympic trials in 2008. I think in high school he went to the trials. What? Yeah, he ran. Yeah, he ran 49.5 in the 400 hurdles in high school and ran 46.9. Yeah, wow. 
Yeah, because he. Oh my god. Yeah, he finished eleventh at the at the uh, trials. He ran forty nine three in two thousand eight. That's awesome. Jesus, I love when people can do that, man. I know, dude. And just like be, he's just like good at everything. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I wish, but the perfect like, human. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, you can go like go to the NFL like first round draft pick and also just like Little casually trials. be the high school record holder in the four hundred. Yeah. It's like that's insane. Uh, how nice it would be. How nice it would be. All well, right. I also wanted to say, talk about the sponsors a little bit. Okay. So, Avery and I have been doing this for 14 weeks straight. Never miss a week. I think we're the most consistent podcasters ever been in the history of the world. I think maybe. I think so. Arguably. There's daily podcasts out there. <laughs> yeah. I, don't want, I don't care. Yeah. We're not talking about daily. We're no. talking about weekly. Weekly. Okay? <laughs> I don't care about how much junk you're putting out every day. You're just trying to get junk out. We're getting the real stuff We're getting out. the real stuff out. It's all we think podcast to podcast is what we're going to say the next podcast. That's all. Well, and, and I'm definitely not here. working ever all day. And yeah. <laughs> I don't have a job. And we get the top-notch guest you can have. We paid $300,000 to That's get right. Carlos on He's this. He's very close to his other 150000 He's very close, yep. yeah. You got once like another minute. Once it's end, he'll get his invoice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll be hearing from my lawyer. Um, but anyways, we've uh, been doing this for 14 weeks straight. Uh, as glamorous as the podcast life may seem and may sound, we do this for free because we just genuinely enjoy doing it. Um, but we've talked a little to Sidious Mag and Chris about reaching out to see if there are any interested sponsors in the podcast. Um, it doesn't have to be obviously big brands. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. Right. Just if you think a brand works right. for this podcast, then definitely reach out to either Avery and I. Because we've accumulated a pretty decent, you know, audience. Yeah. Invested, and in. we're all about you know having a good relationship with our fans. So you know, hopefully, you know, we can expand that a little bit. For sure. With you guys. With sponsors, Casper mattress, certain. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Casper mattress. <laughs> um. Yeah, whoever owns a, like a, a furniture brand, I need that for my house. Yeah. So any furniture brands, like Modern Contemporary, want to reach out to yeah, me? Yeah, Modern Contemporary, <laughs> reach out. That would be great. Also, if they want to uh, just go ahead and pay my mortgage, that would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah bet. All right, yeah. Anna, thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Carlos, we really appreciate you being on here. Uh, good luck with your final tomorrow. Uh, That's when we're missing the bones. Yeah, yeah thanks. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me. This was fun. You know, yeah. Got to do it some other time too. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. We we do like to go out. We have a guy who always calls into the podcast, and people have been calling him fake. They don't Phony. think he's real. They don't think he's they real. Think they, we hired they, him. They, they think he's a plan. He's one of our friends, one of our guys. But he's been calling week after week after week. Except yes. when he lost his SIM card. Yeah, he lost his SIM card for a little while. For a little while, but his SIM card. <laughs> <laughs> but without further ado. He, but this is not a question. This is just a statement. And we honor B-Bone. So. We honor him. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, we, we have a B-Bone fetish. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. It's the Bone Man, B-Bone, Bone Bone. Not fake. Not fake. The Bone Man's not fake. The Bone Man's real. Bone Man's a tank. He's a goon. Unstoppable. Extremely handsome. Oh my god, who said that? But it's true. <laughs> bone man, be bones, one thing. Spec. <laughs> Spec to the homie. D Ritz. Ladies and gentlemen. We didn't say that. We have oh to do man. it. He said respect for the homie D Ritz, and I didn't I hear that the first Dathan. time. Dathan Ritzenhein. 
Maybe we should start the next pod talking about that because we just left a 1256 guy at the end of the podcast. That's a little rude. Yeah, that's a little rude. We can shout him out right now because maybe people haven't made it to the end of this. But congratulations to Dathan Ritzenine for an amazing career. I honestly didn't realize he had run 1256 in the 5K and all the other things that he's obviously done. Um, Fantastic career. Super fun to watch. Uh, we got to see him run a little bit here in Atlanta for the Olympic trials. He's 37 years old. He's still at it. He's still kicking. He's amazing. He's coaching and doing all those things now. So I'm glad he can kind of transition to that part of running and continue to do that. And uh, wish him luck. Shout out Dathan Ritzenheim. Shout out Dathan Ritzenheim. And uh, thank you again, Carlos. Incredible. You are yeah, appreciate it. first Discord. We, fig- we figured out the technical issues with it. That's right. And we got it done. And this is maybe the best podcast ever recorded. <laughs> For the 14th week in a row. That's right. (laughs) All right. Keep your bank account open. 150K coming in right now. I see a man blowing up your phone. Telling you that you need to come home. F that clown, he ain't about a thing. Look, I don't see no engagement ring. You said that he did you dirty. So what's the harm in flirting, baby?